They Watch at Night, a spooky, scary skeleton podcast where we have a permanent ban on any clown guest stars. Forever. Never. Not on my life. Not after this movie. I don't... Is there any famous clowns anymore? There's nobody to really have on. No, 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 no. Uh, uh, Puddles, the sad clown. Is that a social media Um, clown? He does... uh, Oh shoot! Hold on. Uh, he does like jazz stuff. <laughs> that wasn't what I was expecting you to say. <laughs> Is he like a sad clown? Like are puddles like his tears? Are you asking if Puddles the sad clown is a sad clown? Well, you didn't say sad clown. I, you just said Puddles the clown. Hold yeah, you, on. You it could have been Puddles because he pees himself. No, I, I, I could. I could pause this right now and rewind it and see that I said Puddles the Sad Clown. I don't. I, I feel like I feel like don't do it. You no. I gotta just let me let, anyway. let's make a wager before you do. <laughs> What's the wager? Mm. You gotta lick that cat toy behind you. I mean, that's, that's I mean, I want your okay, tongue ha- inside no, how about, of the hole. How about this? It's let's, like one of those little Chinese finger tra- trap toys. No, let's let's have some fun with this. Okay, I will no. step in the devil's tramping ground at midnight when we go. Okay. If I'm I mean, wrong. I'm down to do that, but if you get arrested, I don't have bail money. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> so, like, you're good to make that wager. I'm just telling you, like... <laughs> If the devil don't get you, the cops will. <laughs> I don't know what the uh, like what they have protecting that, but I doubt people are going to be out there like looking and checking to see. But I yeah. could be wrong. <laughs> no, there's just like someone sitting by there the the entire night, just like, "So how are you guys doing tonight?" Just waiting. <laughs> you gonna you gonna try to step in that? Hmm? <laughs> just waiting for a bitch to try me. <laughs> God. <laughs> Pumps a shotgun. <laughs> okay. Um, usually when I close that, it like skips for some reason. Oh yeah, that's right. I need to do that. Yep. Did you turn the EMF meter on? Having any uh, ghostly experiences, Ben? No, he's been pretty quiet. I gotta be honest with you. I'm starting to think Biscuit's just laying off now. Mm-hmm. There are no electronic objects around it. You have it on a book that looks like the Book of the Damned, a candle, and a old pirate sword. So plenty of trigger objects. Yeah. My, my computer's a, a decent enough, enough distance get an email um no the so and i mean i've shown you guys already so i'm very excited Hmm. what you think it looks good man yeah no uh so we are better um we are well i'm for our 10th episode, I was really excited, and so I looked up some artists that I enjoy, and one of them really sp- really spoke to me with the vibrancy of their artwork, and um, that would be Grave Mud, which also just sick name. Love that name. Um, they do a lot of like creepy eye, eye art, and so I'm getting them to commission a... Uh, a nice little piece for the podcast. Nothing we can use. I did ask them if I could use it commercially, just like post it on like a, you know, I don't know, the artwork for the stuff that shows up. But they were like, eh. Well, didn't you pay them for this? Uh, so there's a difference between commissioned for commercial and commissioned for personal use. Okay. Um, if I commissioned someone for commercial use, I would have to pay extra because essentially I'm using that artwork to sell something. Mm. So if I if I did get it for commercial, like it's like with the beard oil stuff, like when I was making the little artwork pieces for each individual thing. Um, 
if I was doing that for like personal use, if you wanted to have like just hanging up in your house, hundred bucks ish. Um, but because it's commercial, what I'm doing is I'm selling the rights of that artwork to you mm. so that you can use it for whatever purposes you want, which would gotcha. probably increase the price to like five to six. Cause gotcha. I don't know what you're going to use it for. You could make a ton of money off of it and et cetera. Yeah. But so today we are talking about terrifier two because we talked about terrifier one before which wow our first franchise yeah i know i know exciting and you know what it works because so i actually emailed the uh sag and uh the writers guild i don't want i don't want to say wag wag sound just sounds weird um uh the sag uh email and asked them like hey we're a small podcast you know what's the rules and stipulations on you know this that and the other and they said if we were if we were doing a uh siskel and ebert style thing where we're breaking down movies and things that was fine but it's more of like the rewatch and promotional stuff which i think we generally do much more of a siskel and ebert style kind of breaking a movie down going over the parts we enjoyed and didn't enjoy and yeah. you know criticizing whether or not like this could be better this could be worse etc um but they got back to me and pretty much said like hey if you have any questions or if you want to check out and what uh, see whether or not what you're reviewing is struck work email us or check out this website da, 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 da. and i believe bloody disgusting runs under independent so i think they're good so Terrifier series should be gold. I would hope so. This yeah. movie definitely seemed like an independent film. So <laughs> I really hope. Um, I don't think SAG should need to worry about this one. Mm. I really don't. That's just, again, it's just Damien and his team. It's not like a major production thing. It's not a major producer doing this. I mean, he's not, I'm not calling him a, bad producer yeah. or something I'm you saying. don't need to no but in, in the work speaks indie. for itself you just can't stand a movie that's not about nascar <laughs> <laughs> listen man there's hardly any movies about nascar that's not what this is about yeah they all oh. be the same fucking thing they're making a left turn look well, at that listen man there's a lot of trials and tribulations that come with those left turns to what learning how to drive listen man you, I do it every day. Hey, I made a left fine. turn going to work this morning. That's fine, man. Listen, Listen, we can watch we can watch a horror movie about a car if you really want to. What? Oh, uh, not Carrie. What's it? Sally? Oh, I want to say yes. Either that or there's one that's... Veronica? Um, what is it called? It's a Stephen oh. King one. What is it called? I know. No, I know there's one where it's like there's a kid that's a wear car and like transforms into a car. I'm not watching what? Oh, yes. I'm not watching it's that. so it's so wonderful. I don't I'm know if that. I can't remember. I just remember that there's a scene where he's like in a bathroom. And he's like looking in the mirror and he's like, no, and like he you see like lights coming out of his eyes and he starts to transform into like a werewolf style vehicle. <laughs> Horrible. Come on, not even remotely something I intend to watch. Oh, but it's about cars. I don't like cars. I just like racing. That's fair. Um, where were we? I don't know. Tyler was saying this movie's shit. Yeah. Terrifier 2. It's favorite part of the movie. Shit. <laughs> I mean, honestly, had a lot less shit than the first one, so... I, I yeah, know, really but did. still, why was it needed to begin with? Uh, it's, it's a level of disgusting. Like, you know, um, I can only imagine his face in the scene where Art is in the laundromat. And that little girl. The little girl. Oh, I mean, there were multiple times I was just like, why? What the fuck? When did why you are we watching this? Like, when did you watch it? You watched it today? Today, this morning. Made sure I ate breakfast beforehand. <laughs> uh, um, real quick, explain the little girl to me. I feel like I got lost a little bit on I'm, her. I'm a little lost, too. You're not alone. I guess they're going to expand on that in the third one. Oh, yeah. thank God. <laughs> Definitely needed to make sure he left room for a third one. <laughs> so much story to cover. I mean, like... There's plenty to go on. There's not. There, Like, I was literally watching Found Flicks on this, and he explained it perfectly. Like, there's not even breadcrumbs to follow. Like, this is, like, legitly just a piece together... Like, 
Freddy Fazbear's level of not piecing together an origin story, like and making fans guess what exactly is going on. Like it's I don't know about that. He's got an obsession with okay. the girl that can't. Okay. Oh, you don't know about that. So explain to me what's what's Art's origin story? How did the clown cafe revolve around any of his origin? Well, the, f- the first one was uh, his origin story. How so? And because we got to see how like art is does stuff. That's not an origin story. That's, That's just 100%. already watching. He's already a fucking madman at that point. That's not an origin. What are you talking about? The first the first movie was a a really good showcase of his particular style of murder and his particular style of like crazy, which I think it did a good job of like showing that. That's, there a wasn't, mo- that's that's just a movie. That's not There wasn't story. that much plot, and I can live with that. It was a lot of fun. I think he did a good job. Origin stories have plot. The second one is more of the setup of art He's as a super... mad because he had to watch this movie. <laughs> Re- He's real fast. tapping his fingers <laughs> like he's waiting on tea. Like, what's wrong with you? I'm mad. Like, this was... <laughs> This put me in a negative mood the entire day. I'm glad. I literally got into a fight with my wife before we left because of this movie. Like, I was in such a bad mood. Are you serious? Yes. Terrifier 2. Why? Because it's just just a pointless movie. Cry, baby. Yeah. No, I I might as well have cried. All the needless gore. I mean, this was just pure, unadulterated, human-like just debowment that is all this movie was like you just have to enjoy watching a fellow member of your species get fucking dismembered yeah and i mean i don't i don't get the appeal i really like i'm not even doing this for the podcast like i genuinely do not understand what appeal someone gets out of this like yeah art the clown is funny but like the the whole Jesus Christ. Like, it's just nonstop, disgusting gore, shock yeah. value, just... Again, if you go into it realizing that, that's the whole point of the movie. I, and I tried. I tried I mean, to have fun with it. I tried to sit back and say, you know what? I need, Maybe I'm being a little too anal. Just let it go. Just enjoy the ride. And I, I just... It's disgusting. It's Grindhouse. It's we talked. About it's the, below Grindhouse. We talked about it. It's in the just first one. Scumhouse. No, like that's just, all it is. It's just gratuitous for the gratuitous sake, which is, and I appreciated the goofiness that went along. I think if if they had gone with a serious story with a serious killer and whatnot, it wouldn't have worked. But I think the goofiness, the like almost eighties style, because like it, jumping around a little bit, just because it is probably. <laughs> I laugh. I laughed really hard at this bit. So when he gets to the friend's house and starts like murdering her and whatnot, and, like scalps her, and you see her brain out and whatnot, and it's just, it's just like jello arms, and he's just like tearing her arm in half and like skinning her and all this other stuff, and like, <laughs> it's it's just so goofy. Is it's, it? That's it's goofy. so good. <laughs> My man, she, t- she if he fucking poured bleach into her brain and rubbed salt on it. Like, no, it's not goofy. <laughs> that was the funniest bit because she's like, and to her, to the character's credit, she was struggling she was just like i've had my bones broken i've been flayed my brain is exposed but you know what i'm gonna go for that phone no i i mean let's be realistic she would not have been alive oh probably I not mean, like there's <laughs> like, no no way but like then you would think not and then like later on in the movie the main character gets like slashed in the belly and she's like oh gotta sit down I'm like you're friend just got like half her fucking body just like tore off and scalped like oh my god like there's no way and she's still fighting for life man that girl was gonna make something herself she yes she was she was still alive towards like the very like when he's just going through her leg and whatnot she's still (laughs) it but like the bleach and salt thing fucking killed me because like just him running out of the room and she's just like I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up this phone. I'm gonna call someone. Someone's gonna come help me. And he just comes back. And I was just like, I'm putting this salt in the wound. That shit was so funny. That I I genuinely laughed really hard at that. Just because like I originally thought when he came in and started pouring stuff on her, I was just like, oh my god, he's gonna set her on fire. That's but what then I he thought was, too. But then he just took fucking salt and was like, eh, eh, 
I bet this stings. <laughs> like, it was just so goofy. It was just so goofy. It's a goofy, like, 80s homage to, like, especially with, like, when he, when he grabbed her fingers and, like, split the arm in half. Man, that looked so rubbery and ridiculous. And it was so funny. Because, like, <laughs> it's just the... <laughs> the absolute look of like disappointment on Tyler's face. Like I'm, I'm, I feel like he's worried about going camping with us now. Well, as, as long as, long, as, long as no, none of you bring a damn fucking projector screen, <laughs> I'm good. Like I don't want to be subjugated to this anymore. <laughs> uh, what if I buy your ticket to the third one? I'll buy you popcorn. I'm not going to see the third one. <laughs> I'll buy you whatever you want. How about this? Y'all go watch the third one, and I will just be here. Like, I will just exist. Like, I don't really feel the need to go watch it. The third one's going to be so good, man. It's going to be so If you good. buy my ticket, I'll go see it. As long as, I mean, that that's the only reason why I'm not mad I had to watch it. I mean, I am, but not really. Because, like, at least it was on Tubi. Which I'm like, there's some really just stupid shit on Tubi. There's a lot of dumb Like, I mean, yeah. I, and, I, and you know, I was sitting there thinking, like, you know, I bet you this is one of their bigger gets. And then you see TikTok and you see Tubi and you see, like, uh, these scenes of movies where the gun, like, guns are going off. And it's clearly, like, just a bang, bang yeah. animation and everything. And it's just so poorly acted. And I was like, wow, Terrifier 2 must really, like, up their value. But I'm like, no, Terrifier 2 is right about on track with that. Um, just pure amateur. Just, I mean, th- this Damien Leone. This dude has the gall to put Damien Leone's The Terrifier 2. Like, brother, come on, man. It's his Like, movie. you're not... Th- I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. I can't make a movie. He has done more than I ever will with my life. But I'm also not trying. I mean, we... Could, and I don't know. We could do, like, a short movie. Oh, I, we could make that. <laughs> it would be right about on level. But, like, I don't... I don't know where this dude's career is going, but like, if it ain't getting any better than this, I mean, that's rough. I don't know. I, I really, I, get, I, don't I really it. enjoyed this movie. I fucking hated it. I honestly, I hated it just as much as the first one. I can't wait to buy his ticket to the third one. A- like, acting third, was third just as fucking cool. awful. I, what bigger budget? Longer runtime? He got more film? Uh, different well, locations. They didn't look what? Different locations this time. Oh, okay, good. And I've, obviously, they really poured out the budget for that—the blood and uh, you know body parts and things. I would have invested in just like cameras or something. I'm like, he's still—I don't know. They're so like you. You've been talking about in the last one. Oh, he's got too many shots of just sitting still on characters for too long. That's all he did in this one. Mm. Oh, but this one—that's not going to be a problem this time. If a few scenes here and there, but honestly, uh, like Ben said the in the previous episode, he did he did improve on uh, where he held the shots, what shots were available, sort of thing. Um, I do think they amped up the gore a pretty decent amount, but uh, God, when he had the candy in that girl's head, though, that damn, was great. That was great. That was great. They'll try to placate him just because he didn't like it. No, no, no. Uh, I, I do, I do especially like the. It kind of feels like a filter, but I know it's color grading. Um, I love the color grading in the in the movie, uh, mainly because like I feel like a lot of modern and this this is a problem that I see in a lot of modern horror movies is just they go for the realistic shadows and lighting and everything, and it's just like I don't need that. I need the I need bright, you know vibrant colors i need shadows that i can't see into like make me really respect this movie at being a movie sort of thing because like um a good example is uh halloween the original um when uh shit what's her name in the movie carrie what's the what's what's her face's name in the movie the halloween the original the 1978 halloween yeah the character's name? Yeah. Laurie Schrode. Laurie. Thank you. I, f- I was thinking Carrie for some reason. Um, when Laurie is running around the house and she's hiding behind like walls and such, it's just you can see her, you can see the area, and but you can't see what's behind her. It's just pure shadow. And we see Michael's face just pop out. Like it's just so good. And like modern ones, you just see this realistic, like 
almost like light or dark blue lighting that kind of just like oh hey we can see what's happening we know where the killer is whoa watch out it's just it bothers me so much yeah because like, like well it's just it's fucking game of thrones uh with that bullshit of like oh hey the dragons are flying around and whoa and you can't see anything because it's nighttime and i'm just like i didn't i didn't enjoy it i didn't enjoy it at all where, why, where did game game of thrones catch a stray the this? the lighting what in the one episode oh no the house of dragons does it too i don't notice this yeah. um but i did appreciate i'm the... like you're trying to demean a masterpiece a masterpiece a ma- listen despite how <laughs> game of thrones ended you cannot sit here and shit on the product as a whole i can a hundred percent but yet you gratify over. this piece of shit movie a hundred percent makes no sense so i this will be brief if not i'll cut it i'll cut it down game of thrones seasons one two through four fantastic absolute masterpiece five through whatever i can't remember how many there were it's like seven um terrible and it's not just like one season they're all bad after four like just stuff starts going downhill the way the characters act how they do things etc and it's not the actor's fault it's not the set designers it's no one but the directors and it's because they had signed on to go to LucasArts to make a fucking Star Wars movie, which then in, they then backed out of because they're a fucking bunch of bitches. And, like, it's frustrating because that la- that last bit, even though that the ending is what, as far as I'm, I'm aware, George R.R. R. Martin wanted, the way they got to it was terrible and ruined the whole... Like, I, I genuinely cannot watch the the show because i know in the beginning i'm gonna love it i'm gonna enjoy it and it's just gonna frustrate me just knowing what's at the end Mm. like terrifier 2 is just fun Mm. i don't think they're on the same level in terms of quality of content like if we want to if for whatever reason we want to compare game of thrones to just just be clear you compared nobody else you compared well this this the lighting you brought game of thrones that's into because this. it's the most prominent and it's the one that started this issue i've never watched game of thrones so i don't <laughs> i could care less to watch game of thrones i'm one of the i'm one of the few edda has tried to get me to watch it and i will not watch it yeah. I it, watched it one is episode and i didn't like it it is still you cannot sit here and argue a top five television show all time you can sit you're not wrong obviously the ending was a letdown I think that obviously the directors or the writers, they rushed it. But, like, you can't sit here and just take that away, what that show did for an entire, like, I mean, just pop culture. And it it was a masterpiece. I don't really, I can disregard how it ended for, like, what we had from beginning to middle. And I don't think that every single one was just bad. I think the only bad, absolute terrible season was the last season. Mm-hmm. They did go downhill. Like, each season got a little worse, but Game of Thrones, like, not great season is still, like, a lot of TV shows would kill for a season like that. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, after Barry, after Fleabag, after a lot of other television shows that really put out, like, God, I cannot express to you how perfect Barry is from top to bottom. And I really do think that Game of Thrones did have a cultural impact. Because, like, I I might cut this bit out. I watched my wife cry. Like, hardcore, extreme cry when Jon Snow died. <laughs> like, she was upset. <laughs> like, I was so confused. Because I was like, oh, this is a really good show. And then her, her she just burst in the room and was like he's dead i don't like it because she read the books she really loved books and everything yeah i don't know no and i i think it's it game of thrones it's like with any great tv show i think it's also like how did certain scenes invoke emotion out of you like you'll never be able I, there will never be a show probably recreate the emotions of the red wedding uh agree. like you know what i'm saying like I, there, I there were that. just 
even though I would say Red Wedding was the most prominent, there were probably at least five of those same level moments in that show's entire run. Okay. I mean, the gratification you get when Joffrey chokes. Oh, man. Well, pure pure bliss. Pure. We're super off topic. but Oh, I, we are. <laughs> I, will, I will give Game of Thrones this one thing that they did extremely well, extremely correctly, um, which is character death. I think the characters died in accurate and proper ways because they earned that death. Like, um, shoot, what's his face? Oberyn, when he's doing all the, mm-hmm. the fancy moves and he's winning and everyone's like, yeah, yeah. And he gets the fucking... Mm. Like, I want to say that was the most shocking death to me because I was very much on like, oh, hey, he's doing better. Yeah, he's got the poison. He's doing it. And then he just gets watermeloned. Like... That was rough, and like, yeah. but if every character in that show, the if they died, they died because of their actions, because they caused that, because of something they did, and I think they did that really well. One could say that the characters in Terrifier Two died because of the things they did. Yeah, I mean, if I got, I think a... the mom was an absolute shit stain, <laughs> and deserved to get her head blown apart like that. Um, yeah, and that one guy that stepped out of his car to pee. Absolutely deserved to get his penis kind of how, chopped off. How dare you step outside the pee? <laughs> Which also, I, I know you described that scene, so I had a different vision for that scene. And Hold like, on, what does that look? For? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know how. Like, how was the mom the most despicable character in the whole thing? She was an asshole. Yeah, she was. She was just a stressed out mom that had just watched, like, had her husband commit suicide after being abusive to her and her daughter. That's not mm. the kid's fault. She wasn't mean to the kids. That Jonathan was being weird. Yeah, in in fairness to the mom, Jonathan was going down the alt right pipeline of no, like, he was, he was <laughs> like, <I'm, laughs> she didn't she didn't deserve to get her head blown apart. I just thought it was kind of funny. Yeah. And then he just I will I will give Terrifier to this. And uh, you know what? Another comparison to Game of Thrones, if we will. God. Like how nobody, no characters ever safe in Thrones. I felt like genuinely no character was safe in Terrifier too. Because I just felt like, no matter what, what does this movie do best? Being mean. <laughs> How do you be mean? You kill characters and do brutal things to their bodies they didn't deserve. Well, that's the thing with the start of the movie. When he's looking in the mirror at himself, and he's like checking the hole in the back of his head. He didn't know that he was invincible. So now it's just a fucking free-for-all for this guy. And, you know, I can't wait to see what they do yeah, in the third movie. Um, I really would love to hear what, uh, you know, explain to me two guys that clearly understood and picked up every little breadcrumb that Damien Leone left. Uh, so what was the entire uh, story with the sword and with daddy? Uh, I, would, I would really just someone so ignorant as me. Uh, I would just no, love to I've, know. I think they left some things. Um, ambiguous. Ambiguous mm. for the sake of the third movie, because like and. And this is why I think it does harken back to like an eighties, a seventies and eighties movie. It's just like, why the fuck did uh, Jerry or fucking Kruger, Jerry um, Kruger? <laughs> I forgot his name. Oh, what the fuck is his name? Freddy. Freddy. Did you just call Freddy Krueger Jerry Krueger? The one God. guy. And now, and then all I can Jerry, picture is. Jerry. Is Jerry Seinfeld playing Freddy Krueger? <laughs> there's What's a, the deal with airline? Freak? There's the casting. What's oh. the deal with me entering in people's dreams? The yeah. Christmas sweaters. <laughs> it's not Christmas. <laughs> Listen, kids. Uh, I know I've got you here all night because I'm your nightmare, but we're going to talk about this. Like, God. No, Freddy Krueger. Why the fuck? fuck does he get powers why do the fucking awful people get like abilities that allow them to continue being awful like do they ever explain i think they actually did explain it i'm i think freddy's got explained yeah freddy was he got sent to hell because he was so evil and he just yeah because when he diddling kids he was like, i mean he was in the in the old kids, ones it was like, never explicitly said but in the newer one that never really developed anything else. They gave like a quick like background of it in Freddy vs. Jason because it shows him being murdered by the town people. Yeah. 
Um, but like, I did kind of like that in Terrifier because it kept with that theme of like, hey, a villain did a bunch of terrible shit. He died or killed himself, and somehow he gets resurrected. What the fuck? What what kind of equalizing bullshit is this? I kind I kind of like that kind of nod to the eighties and seventies like horror movies, um, which I think I think Terrifier is a love letter to movies of days gone by yeah no love is definitely the emotion that it evokes <laughs> I, I like I, I have no issue with that like i don't need it explained to me where art come came from i don't need it explained to me how he's still alive what i don't want though is you literally were trying to tell us how it all happened but then didn't even give us enough to get hardly a hint out of it i mean who was their father why was he writing books about like this felt like Star Wars Force Awakens level of just little like hint and tidbits of foreshadowing at possible future twists. Like it, it was just it felt so unnecessary for this kind of movie. Like I I guess I just don't understand why we needed to have so much lore it, not just lore, but like really out there lore. Like, okay, I guess the dad is psychic, and what? I mean, like, I, I, uh, he somehow I don't know because the dad was seeing and like having visions of all this stuff before he died, and I guess you know, in the movie of that world, they like chalked it up to him him being like really sick and just having delusions and shit. But I guess either. The girl's going to be the one to actually kill him, and they're going to go further and explain that in the third one, or... I hope Art's her dad. Wouldn't that be some shit, man? Wouldn't that be some shit? I kind of like that for some reason. I don't know why, but I mean... You never know. Wouldn't that be some shit? That would be fucking wild. What is that noise? That's my computer. It's about oh. to take off. <laughs> it's about to... Gotcha. Hold on. You take shit. that out, but I just... Man, what are you doing, Joe? paying the artist because i man what is he shaking you down right now you gotta no, do this right I, here he they sent it to me um on my email and i'm gonna get it printed out next week i'm just very excited and also i really love artists because i, I want to support the community um just finish yeah but uh, no, that would be some shit. The only thing that I'm, I was genuinely confused by and just kind of didn't really understand was the girl, because I know she's one of the ones that died previous. But why is she like art? Is hell just filled with clowns? <laughs> is is that what we're about to find out? That hell and is why just could clowns. Nobody else see her except for uh, Sienna and jonathan during certain points well that and that lends credence to that art is their dad because like the one dude in the um laundromat couldn't see her but he was playing with the little girl there like the the fuck does that mean i mean how does it even correlate to him possibly being their dad uh he can see him they can see him they have to make some kind of connection somewhere yeah they've got some kind of connection but they really didn't expand on it they really didn't like i i i don't think that they needed to be expanded on i just don't it would it would like you know in uh jason uh goes to hell whenever all, he's jumping into the bodies of other people and yeah. there's this sword that you can use to kill him and all of a sudden in the very last movie of the franchise there's just all this made up lore that gets added in and squeezed in that's what it felt like watching this and but with this dude, it definitely hasn't even been earned yet. This is this dude's second movie, second like starring movie. Like I just I I feel like we need to maybe we can take it a little slower on uh, whatever the hell Art's backstory is because either that or you need to give me a little more. I I don't know. Mm, it no, just I, I mean they could have waited to give some story into the third one, I guess. But yeah. I mean, it's I'm I I will give it this. It had more of a story than the first one. I just don't know what the story is now. <laughs> well, I guess he's he's obviously vengeful and doesn't like 
people to go against him, but he has realized that he's invincible, that he he clearly picked the most effective way to <laughs> leave the world. And I mean, here he still is, and he realizes that there's this person that got away. So I, I don't I don't know. It's kind of I'm not really sure where it's gonna go, but obviously he's not gonna stop until he can at least think that he has killed Sienna. But again, but it was be something super goofy, and then who is it that I don't know? Well, but like that's what confused me is like okay, Sienna he gave her the sword, he kind of wanted her to be resurrected. Like it seemed he whenever she went to kill him, he literally smiled and held his neck open for her. Like it seemed like he wanted her to kill him with the sword. Yeah, so like, did. what is? I, I, obviously, there's a reason. There's a ritual in place. Maybe it I could don't... could also be arrogance. Maybe he has like the basic understanding of like, hey, I can't be killed because I. I mean, he did touch his brain, so maybe he's just like, you want to try to kill me? Try it, <laughs> dumb bitch. Yeah. I'll just fucking like. I mean, maybe you know. that was his way of letting her think she's okay for a while. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, they're really gonna expand on it in the third one. Also. Again, I th- I think this is very much a love la- a love letter to eighty seventies and eighties movies because the no explanation thing for me is very much an eighties horror trait because uh, uh, Hellraiser, um, specifically Hellraiser three. Uh, so in the first two Hellraisers, when they go back to wherever they come from, they just vanish. And in Hellraiser 3, they do this bit where uh, Pinhead is just in a fucking statue. They have no explanation on why. It's just a fucking statue that's made out of flesh but looks like stone. And if they put enough human bodies in it, it becomes not flesh again and he escapes. They don't really explain it. And I think that is a, a trait for certain horror, certain level of horror movies. Because, like, God, when you... Let me let me tell you about a bad horror movie. <laughs> that movie is so so bad in such a fun dumb way. Like I just don't. I I watched it the other day and I just could not understand it for the life of me. Like he's just trapped in a statue, and then once the statue gets enough blood, it starts bursting out of it and then it becomes flesh, and then he's just revived again for whatever reason. And he can still talk and such. It's so weird. And you said this is Hellraiser? Hellraiser 3. That's the one with the CD Cenobite. Because that, that's very, very modern. <laughs> uh, so, hey, I want, you, I want you to pick Hellraiser 3 for next week so we can see his reaction to it. Because it's so bad. It's, it's his pick now. <laughs> Tyler, Tyler do it. Fucking Teletubbies or something. Whatever it is. Um, you mean to tell me that when they're in the morgue and he like pulls that guy's eye out and puts it in his eye socket, you didn't think that was funny? No, <laughs> not really. God, man, I don't watch horror movies for like just pure gross laughter. Like I don't. It wasn't scary. It wasn't funny, and it was just overly done on the gore. Like that's the point. I feel that, like the bleach in the well, salt was funny. It, I, I mean, in a way of thinking, it was funny. Like, I will say, whenever he walked back in, just like, haha, smiling and happy. So you do get it. You just <laughs> like, I do him. get it, but that's the, it's not for me. It's just not for me. So what he's saying is that we need to give him more movies that are just goofy, dark humor. So This was more than dark humor yeah, to this me. Is, this was dark humor. Look, all I know is, next year, I think... I can't remember the exact date, but you got a free ticket to the third one. <laughs> Just take the free ticket. Buy some popcorn. I'll buy you popcorn. I'm not going to be able to eat popcorn when I watch this. I'll finish the bag. <laughs> Money says the third one. There's a scene where he's like in the theater with someone's head eating out of it. I oh, hope so. <laughs> I hope, man. See, that's what makes him cool. <laughs> so, I I personally am going to give this this movie an 8.5 out of 10. Tyler, 
I can't Jesus wait. fucking Christ. This is gonna be 8.5. I, I think rounded it, up rounded up to a fucking 9. No. I mean Jesus Christ. Why? I do think the it's The acting was horrible. I do the think it's the fucking direction, from... pacing, everything was horrible. You literally sit here and shit on scream, but love, oh, this is fucking goofy and funny. <laughs> like this is stupid. Like so... you're grading so- like I'm not going to respect you anymore after this. <laughs> I don't So, here's my reasoning. <laughs> they they did improve on the the quality of shots and and what have you. Um, I do I will say the acting is kind of still st- stiff here and there. Here um, it's all it it's more the writing. I think that some of the actors aren't horrible, but the writing was horrible. Um, well, I'll add that on. Um, <laughs> I think that point five. I think that the. I think that the story is a little bit too ambiguous at certain points in time. I do think like the little girl having glowing eyes at the end, the fact that what's her face is just suddenly able to heal and things because she now has a sword and, and whatnot just leaves a little bit too far out there. Um, you know what? Fine. It's that, that's the entire plot, Joe. Like you're literally sitting here saying the issues with it are the entire plot. And you're giving this an 8.5. I'll go with 8. 8 out of 10. I still think it it had, has a lot of good points. I think they improved in a lot of good good areas. And I do, and I'll keep saying it, I think it was a nice love letter to 80s and 70s horror. I think that they did a great job with the visual effects. I think they did a, a fantastic job with uh, making it almost like a Bugs Bunny style kind of murder he looks so fucking annoyed. The fuck are you talking about Bugs Bunny? Uh, I would liken Art the Clown to a very similar Bugs Bunny style kind of like cartoonish killer. Like he he goes... He goes... Like you know what? I, I don't have the energy to argue anymore. That's <laughs> the, fine. The fact <laughs> that he puts on a fucking apron and is like feeding the exploded head of the mom's <laughs> mashed potatoes. And then when the kid comes in, he's just like, what the fuck? And then Art's just like raises his hands and starts chasing him in like a fucking like, come sit at the table, honey, kind of fashion. Like, that's goofy fun. Like, I, I'm not going to take this movie as seriously as I would like something else i had a lot of fun watching this i had a lot of enjoyment it's not gonna it's not gonna win like an academy award or an oscar or anything like again i think i think what you're doing is trying to compare it to other movies and not just for the sole enjoyment and what it tries to produce itself actually won every single award in the horror scene that they were nominated for like everything hell yeah well deserved like I think the third one's going to be just as fun. I don't think it's going to be a 10 out of 10 or like a 9 out of 10, but I think it'll, it'll stay at an <laughs> 8 out of 10. You practically gave this one a fucking 9. Ah. What are you talking about? No, I am, I am curious. I, I will say, if I'd love it if they would give us more to go off of with the whole sword. I didn't like that part because it's very confusing. Yeah. I wasn't... Cause she, like, didn't she make the sword? No, her daddy no, her gave dad it, to left her. it to her. her dad left daddy it to gave her. it to her. Okay, so like, there's, there's the, you know, the third movie will complete the cycle. There's like, some kind of. Hopefully, they'll with it. explain that. Like, if if they don't explain that, yeah, sure, I might lower my score due to that. But like, because if they're gonna put a plot line out there that isn't like a, oh hey, it comes to a conclusion or has some a point to a certain degree, because they're clearly going for a trilogy. I mean, well, I mean, they he literally had two pointless plots in this movie, the club scene and whenever Jonathan apparently had a heart on for Art the Clown. Oh, but then all of a sudden he gets a morality from seeing him with a dead possum. Yeah. Like both like, why did she even go to club? Like, what, what was the point in the party scene? Just to show her friend uh, uh, giving her Molly. Which the friend, that was the only person in the whole movie that deserved to die. <laughs> and she got the weakest death, I thought. Yeah. No, I will say they could have trimmed the fat on this movie. Oh, it definitely didn't need to be two hours. Yeah. 
Yeah. Absolutely pointless. It was pretty long. I forgot that it was two hours. Yeah. I I had to pause it in the middle. I had to take a break. I'd, I'd say if they they could have trimmed out, they uh, honestly if they you know what seven point five that's fair. Um, they could have keep him talking. He's just gonna keep going now. Yeah, because I mean, it makes it logical me. sense. Like the more you think about it, yes, there's dark humor. It's funny. Like and when you're sitting here describing them to me, and I don't have the visual concept in front of me, it is funny. But to like actually watch the mutilation of these people. And this mime person just like giddy about it. Like, I don't dislike the character. I think the actor does a very good job portraying it. It's just so fucking mean. Mm. Like, it's just mean at a certain point. It is too much. He is pretty mean. He is. And it's like just for the sick joy of it. And I mean, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with the character being like that. It's a horror movie. It's just... I think I could stand to have a little left to the imagination. <laughs> like, I just, like, I don't uh, know. Like, when he's doing the skin peeling and et cetera, maybe, like, have it as a shadow in the background or something. And we, I mean, cuts, yeah, cuts honestly, to... it need like, obviously, the scene with the friend that he just mutilated is just, that's too much. And I get that's the crescendo. That's the, that's his big moment, his big director moment to get this all in there but like it was just i know the point is it's supposed to be too much but it still was just too much like it doesn't matter what his i don't care if i'm supposed to look at it from a certain lens of take it for what it is it was still too much no that's fair um okay score i mean i'll give it a two same as the last one Despite him be, it being longer, the acting was still horrible. The writing and dialogue was still horrible. Pacing was horrible. Just still mean. And the story that he did decide to give wasn't much of a story at all. So, Ben, what did you give it? Uh, I went from an eight point five to a seven point five because he did he did point out some good points as far as the uh, the length of it and um, the acting. Yeah, that's hurt a little bit. The acting's still not that great but i'm pretty sure these characters the people that are playing them especially obviously the kid that plays jonathan he's like brand new yeah because um, it said introducing yeah. for a couple and, and that's fine like i said to be fair like while none of the actors were good besides david howard thornton the dialogue i think is what doomed them the most like the yeah. dialogue in the movie was very bad it does take away from it and i'm giving the seven because of that because it was too long and I think they could have waited. They could have, like, just teased the stuff about the sword. And apparently there's some kind of significance with the dad's drawings and all that stuff. And, yeah, I get that. But I don't know. They they could have took that out and waited till the next one. But for what it is and for the character itself, I mean, I still like the movie a lot. I think that the director, Damien Leone, clearly has a grandiose idea for the character and for the story. I think that he unfortunately just did not know, go about putting it onto the movie the right way. Like, it just was too convoluted and too much all at once. For a character that we, going into this, I'm just led to believe this is just supposed to be a murder fest, and all of a sudden I'm having to pay attention to all these subtle little details like all of a sudden it's this layered and i just don't think there's much under those layers to be honest hmm. that's what i said they could have waited i mean they didn't have to do all that layering and make it more complicated than it just being a slasher movie yeah i mean because I, I would have liked if they could have left out the story and obviously he realized <laughs> what if he could have just left out the story <laughs> i knew he was gonna say something because <laughs> he, he was complaining about the plot and then he was like they just left out the story <laughs> i was, yeah, expe- I was no, expecting him just, to go you, like yeah you no, I- and you're both doing it you're both sitting here praising this movie but yet you point out crucial details like the fact that the story fucking sucks and it's just irrelevant to you yeah. We, you know, <laughs> we we really at least it, yeah at least Ben admits it. You sit no, here and try to defend it, but like uh, you you haven't watched a lot of horror movies from the eighties and 
whatnot, have you? I've watched enough to uh, no. I know what you, I get it. I get it. <laughs> yes, you don't have to have everything explained to you, but he's sitting here developing this whole ass story. He, the director, is the one putting all of this in, not me. I'm not yeah, making no. this shit up. No, no, no. But like, I would, I would argue that Terrifier currently is very similar to the Hellraiser series, wherein like the first movie, they don't explain a whole lot. The plot's kind of basic. They really only have one location. Um, they do some really cool things visually, and it becomes a cult classic because people really are drawn to the character, the visual, the the very basic stuff that they it gives. And then as it goes on, the other movies become like either worse or kind of the same, and then the, you get to the third one, it's just kind of like... You know what? That that brings up a good point. You're right, Joe. This is just like an 80s horror movie. It's just like the sixth installment of every 80s horror movie where it's so <laughs> convoluted and so much bullshit has gone on that the writers have ran out of things to do with just a regular slasher movie. This dude's went ahead and just skipped like three sequels <laughs> and jumped straight ahead into trying to make up bullshit as he goes. Damn. It, I mean, he's not wrong. I was gonna but, say, I mean, there could, Damien could at least get, if all the storytelling would have been right and put together a little bit better, I think they could have made, and they probably still will make, two or three more of these. But you know, like I was gonna say, if they had just left the story, the little tidbits of a story that he put in this, if it would have just been. You know, Art checking himself, holy shit, I'm not dead. I can do whatever the fuck I want to do. And it's just just that. I, I mean, I would have loved that a lot more than trying to piece together why Sienna has this sword. Obviously, it's from her dad. But mm-hmm. how the fuck did this sword like bring her back to life? Like, that doesn't make... I don't know. I didn't need that in this movie. That's, mm-hmm. I did not like that. But still, I'm going to watch the third one when it comes out. Hopefully they'll explain more, but if not, Fingers I'll crossed. watch the fourth one. <laughs> and yeah. the fifth one. <laughs> They'll be all the way up to sixth, and then that's where I'll draw the line. <laughs> that's I have a feeling that this is going to be, like, you guys know Five Nights at Freddy's, right? Yes. Yeah. I feel like this is going to be where he's going to take eight installments, and you're just going to get little teensy-weensy bits of story in each, every single one of them, and by the end, you're just left to theorize. I have a feeling that's all this is going to be. That's fine. Yeah. <sighs> so. I, I mean, I don't know how they're going to keep expanding on the bleach and salt scene, but... <laughs> that's what scares me. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, that's how sequels work. He's got to go bigger now. He's going to have, like, a... He's going to have a knife and a little jar of lemon juice, and he's going to dip the knife in lemon juice and be like... Ah. <laughs> I think that would be as bad. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously, give me the lemon juice. <laughs> oh. I, I'm like, did the salt and bleach somehow help her stay alive? <laughs> like, <laughs> did it preserve something? Like, I'm just so confused how this woman isn't bled out. Guess... More salt. <laughs> Jeez, well, well. I mean, I know this is grotesque, but if you think about it, other than her arm being broken off, which, you know, she was scalped, but like, he. <laughs> He wasn't hitting like he wasn't cutting like her jugular and shit like that to where she would be bleeding out. No, no, no. I mean, he also tore off half her face. Tore off half her face. I feel like there's a lot of blood up here. Yeah, Yeah, no, she should have been dead. (laughs) I'm saying like up until that point, he hadn't like done what could have instantly killed her. Yeah, if he had just walked in there and cut her throat. I mean, I feel like I'd instantly die if that shit happened to me. I feel the very, I feel I'm the not a doctor. Least, at the very so least, I'd be either, passed though. out. I would definitely not be talking, <laughs> let alone. <laughs> I mean, she was she was holding on like a champ. Oh no, no! Like she had the will to live. I, I that character, I really hate for the character. I mean, again, as as nasty as it is, I mean, you'd think at some point your brain's got to shut down and just make you numb to shit. Oh yeah, because I've seen. And heard about people, I haven't seen it, but I've heard people that have been like lit on fire and are still, as they're getting wheeled away, they're still talking, they're still, you know, communicating. 
even after being something that terrible, but you know, I don't know. I mean, yeah, you would think the lady would be dead. But speaking of lit on fire, do you all think that the uh the where he lights the girl playing the song in the clown cafe on fire, do you think that was a stunt? Like do you think there was actually someone there playing the guitar on oh, fire? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. They, it looks pretty practical. It, it no, did. That, That's what I was like. Gosh, this poor woman. That was absolutely practical because they did two things. Number one, uh, they kept kept them in scene. And the second thing is they turned them away so you couldn't see the face. Mm-hmm. Um, so what they probably likely had was a full suit. And that's why they turned them to the side. Yeah, turned them to the side so you couldn't see it. Mm. Um, that's what they did. With, I hope uh, they paid her well. Mm. <laughs> uh, I can't remember the stunt actor's name, but that's what they did for the crop field scene in Freddy vs. Jason. They had this guy. He had the full like Jason suit on, but inside of it was like this. They it's some kind of jelly that they make you like slather yourself in. You look like a PBJ. And it's like he's just covered in this shit, and they burn him. You know, some of the stuntmen that are on strike right now actually set themselves on fire. What? Yeah, the there was one. Um, he was wearing like a. It was supposed to be like he's the CEO, and he was wearing a suit, and he lights himself on fire, and he's waving a sign around while he's on fire, and that shit looks hard as fuck. Um, I thought you were talking about like the Indian man on the cover of Rage Against the Machine that like oh. actually lit himself on fire. I thought you no, were... Holy uh, shit. No, there's been like... Th- My bad. <laughs> two instances of people lighting themselves on fire as a protest that have been hard as shit. Uh, the first is that, and the second is the... Uh, in France, when they were protesting something, uh, the firefighters lit themselves on fire, which, let me tell you, they look sick. Like, they look sick as shit. Like you know how the, you guys have seen the original Star Wars, yeah? Yeah. You know how the 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 guys with the black helmets press the button and the Death Star shoots a beam out. They look like them, but the helmets are silver and they have like uh, a single yellow, like single stripes across their their outfit, and they lit themselves on fire and just were walking forward toward the cops. That shit was so hard. I thought, like, oh my god! I thought you were asking. You know that guy with the black helmet? You mean Darth Vader? <laughs> Yes, the the main villain. <laughs> Jerry Vader. Jerry Vader. <laughs> Jerry Vader. Jerry Vader and his cousin. Hey, Luke. Uh, it's me, Jerry Vader. I need you to go to your room or uh, so help me. I'll choke you. I don't know if that's Jerry Seinfeld. I don't know who you're... Oh, I was just going with average. I mean, if we want to go with Jerry Seinfeld as, as Darth Vader. What's the deal with all these big empty holes? This station just has so many. Someone could shoot something in them. Blow it up. What is this, Sarah J? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't make Jerry Seinfeld jokes. I'm sorry. I don't know who he is, but... Yeah. It's okay. I never watched Seinfeld. Neither. Neither have I, but, uh, I mean, just watch It's Always Sunny, and it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. But, okay. Terrifier 2, 7.5 for me... Seven for Ben, two for Tyler. Ten for Tyler. Ten for Tyler. He changed his mind? He did. <laughs> he loved it. Um, five and a half. Five and a half? Is that a genuine? No, that's what it is. That is oh, not okay. why I'm changing my score to. <laughs> Damn, I got excited. Yeah, no, I was about to say, did I, did I convince you? Did we no, convince No, neither you? one of you convinced me. <laughs> he had like a solemn look on his face like, Ben, I feel bad. <laughs> no. Okay, so five five and a half out of ten eyes. You should watch this at night. Um, Just not while you're eating. That lady <laughs> didn't get the like. She didn't deserve to get her head blown up, but it was pretty fucking funny. Yeah. Like I said, it was just mean. <laughs> like that. That was genuinely like I was sitting there watching. I was like, this is just fucking mean. Yeah. Well, maybe if I watched it with y'all and I could like have some lighthearted. Should. Yeah, a goof. Like, I maybe it would it would alter. Like I am watching this by myself. When the third it's... one comes out, we could all watch them in order. Oh, yeah, or maybe no, the, I'm not rewatching the, the first, first two. Just There's no have need. a watch party. We'll put up the projector right here. We'll just sit in here and watch it in our PJs. That's that? fine. Yeah. yeah. All right. So <laughs> seven and a half from Joe. Seven from Ben. Two from Tyler. Five and a half from Tyler. I mean, it's great. <laughs> totaling five and a half out of ten eyes watch terror fire two at night 
in the future i'll probably start doing the you know subscribe to us at toward the end and we'll i'll try to be more consistent with an ad for whisker wizards okay. i think we should also make sure we say spoilers yeah. I really feel like if we grow any, if we start to grow and we kind of have the same format and we don't say spoilers, we're going to start getting called out on it. Yeah, that's fair. Especially Spoiler. we we talked about Game of Thrones, we talked about Car- <laughs> like we we're, we, but you know what I'm saying. We don't follow yeah. any scripts, so we've got stray sh- media properties coming in, and we're spoiling them. Just, nobody's watching Game of Thrones anymore. <laughs> anyway, I'm Joe. I'm Tyler. I'm Ben. And this is Ben. They watch it, Mike. I should have said I'm disappointed. <laughs> <laughs>